Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Jill's out on the stump because Joe stopped talking. And since we love music on the Comfortable and Chaos podcast, I am your host, Eric Helberg. But before I tell you about Einstein, let's go, since we went from the cranberries, let's stay on the C version and let's go to Charlie Puth. We don't talk anymore. No, we don't talk anymore. And I'm saying... Joe Biden don't talk anymore. And if we're just passionately curious, passionately curious about all things pertaining to men, we know we have no special talents. We're just like Einstein. We're passionately curious, but no one is talking to us anymore. And certainly not the leader of the purported free world, Joe Biden. Now, if we want to find out his fitness level, whether that is cognizant or demonstrably physical, it's Dr. Jill Biden who provides us that information, not her husband. And that's a shame because we have all reached the same conclusion based upon the limited amount of information they allow us to access. However, it speaks volumes. The world sees it. We see it. Here's what I would like to know. I'm somewhat around the periphery of the political world. If you've listened keenly to my broadcast, maybe you understand. Maybe you don't. And I remember one time in college. Now, this was before I floundered in school. And decided that Uncle Sam was a more viable option for me. Because I didn't want to be a burden to anyone. And I wasn't sure what it was that I wanted to do in my life. So Uncle Sam gave me a chance. He honed me. He created a hunger in me. And I then knew what direction I need to take. And then when I went back to school, came home from overseas, um, I graduated summa cum laude. Much like many people. But I only mention it because despite working three jobs and taking a full load so I could finish quickly because now I had a direction in my life, I was abundantly more focused. And what I am saying here is I had a professor that first time. And was this during the Reagan? Nope, this was, this was later, but he was speaking about Reagan. But he almost sounded like mm, maybe Mikhail Gorbachev, albeit in some little bit more lending tones. 
And I was like, you know what? That's not really what I believe. Now, I can ingratiate myself to this guy and do what he says. I'll probably be fine. I mean, the curriculum of the course was fairly easy. Regurgitate stuff, write stuff, especially if it has a leaning bent, and you're good to go. But I did not truly believe that. So that meant I could not abide by that. How many of you identify currently with the party affiliated with a donkey? I'm not saying that in any way disrespectfully. I mean, it is what it is. One has an elephant, one has a donkey. I actually own two Mediterranean donkeys, and if my daughter had her way and my wife would allow her, Maximus and Cher would be right here inside the house with us. They're that docile. Now, let's take that word docile. I have found that other than in speech, many members who identify that way are in fact very docile but they are very vociferous in their speech, meaning where the rubber does not meet the road. Simply espousing ideals in a utopian state that are not the greatest good for the greatest number, and ideally, that is what this nation is comprised of and or the jurisdiction, municipality, county, whatever state that you reside in. Therefore, although you would like free things for everyone, you wouldn't like no barriers placed upon your behavior, you would like to allow government trespass into every, into every area of your life, of course, if it illuminates said behaviors, you'd want them to hold back. We get it. You can only be self-centered for so long. And so what I'm saying is, is if you're affiliated with that party, don't you kind of feel like you've been riding a horse for a while now? And now you've looked down and that horse isn't there any longer. You don't have anything left to ride. Send me a comment if you disagree. You know how to access my website. You know how to email me. But when you have your neighborhoods in shambles, and we know from voter demographic data that President Biden won the predominantly urban areas, I mean, and overwhelmingly so, overwhelmingly so, despite the fact that in the 2016 election whereby President Trump won with 73 million and change popular votes. Okay. Which, in fact, was approximately 10 million more votes than President Obama had received in the popular vote in his second election, the one that got him reelected in 2012. Oh, yes, indeed. He had received approximately 65 million popular votes. 
So then we fast forward. In 2020, Trump did even better. Oh, yeah. 74 million votes. 10 million more than Barack. Approximately 10 million more than he had achieved his first go-round. But yet he lost. Right? The people had spoke. And with approximately 81.5 million, really 81.3 million popular votes, Joe Biden unanimously became instantly the most venerated man and the most popular man in world history. No one has ever received that many votes, ever. He was more popular than Trump. He was even more popular than Barack. That is truly amazing. Well, how far we have stumbled. How far we have stumbled. Is this the same man that you voted for? People of color? I mean, I, I don't even know what we're supposed to say about that term, right? Half my wife's family's in Mexico, so I guess we're painted brown. Since I had no family, I was adopted by a Hispanic family. Therefore, I identify with them, and I identify with me, Caucasian, whatever the hell that is, but you've heard me in previous episodes. We've done the ancestry DNA. Guess what? We've got a little African-American in us. Okay. What's the gripe about Vivek Ramaswamy? He's brown. He's from India, right? Okay. Well, are you still happy with your choice if you identify with one party? Your neighborhoods and those urban areas and many, many, many others are falling into shambles. They are in utter decay. How about some simple drainage? How about some simple sewage systems? How about some improved roads? Please tell me why you are embracing all your crazy ideals that do not represent the majority of the populace of this country. Who has given you a $5,000 stipend, a free mobile phone, no credentials needed, you just need to have the ability to read Spanish, go into the right line and TSA will usher you through, no credentialing process when boarding airplanes, intercontinental flights, right? Or I should say intracontinental after you have already come across, in some cases, via enter continental flights because we're bringing them in from Gaza too, not just from the South. But have you received that courtesy from President Biden? The reason you have not is because he understands how smart you truly are. He also understands that you realize the futility of his efforts or lack thereof. And honestly, 
Barack Obama did the same. There was just a lot of fanfare associated with him. I don't know one thing that Barack Obama did to advantage ethnic minority groups. He talked about it a lot, but talk and behavior, meaning legislation, are two entirely different matters, right? You can say anything, but your behavior dictates who you really are. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, the Dreamers Act, right? We're still suffering from that now to the tunes of millions per year now under President Biden, but that started with Barry Obama. The Dreamers Act was just simply taking a pile of crap, wrapping it in a bow, changing the linguistics, changing, as they call in politics, the optics, and allowing you to opt in into something that sounded fruitful, nice. And typically, one party would like to hold on to something that is nice, but not beneficial to a majority and or to a country. And we are reaping the benefit of that now to this day. If you think they care and or have cared about you, individual voter, what has happened to Chicago? Eight years under Obama, certainly continued under Biden. Every, every year that he was president, we lost the same number of people killed in homicides commensurate with both the Afghan theater and the Iraqi theater. And in fact, <laughs> we lost the same number of young black males via homicide in one year in Chicago as we did the entire tenure of the Iraq war. Now, I'm not talking maimed, devastated, wounded. I'm talking KIA killed in action. And you find that appealing? Where is the love, as the Black Eyed Peas saying? Even Tupac was smart enough to say, I'm told to fear the white man. And we know that there is party association based on demographics. It's all a pity now. This is all stabilized. I talked about it in my last episode. We now have leaders pitting groups against one another so they simply will not find out about one another, unite, become more powerful in unison, and therefore hold leaders accountable. Thereby, they can continue their malfeasance, pilfer us, engage us in wars, and not represent us because we're squabbling back and forth over bullshit stuff. These people do not care. Now let's go back a little bit. You had a man who is coming. A man who is coming. And he just won Iowa by the most historic accounts ever in the history of our nation. Oh yeah. All but one county. And that's just simply because a Republican, a Democrat by the name of Nikki Haley, 
is actually achieving democratic support. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, in her quest to undergird the past president, she has consumed a few votes. I doubt she'll even win her own primary from the state where she was governor here soon to come up. But that is one party's quest to take away votes from the man who is coming. But let's go back to that man who is now coming again. When he was left unabated, if we're truly going to spouse democratic ideals, crime had been buckled. It had come to a standstill. Our border was, no, was more secure. No new wars were started. I don't know of any presidency in the past, what do you want to say, 20, 30 years where no new interventions were started. He may have had to comply with some troop requirements that were already in place, but no new interventions. He's not a war hawk, and both parties are. So our border was more secure, thereby you are no longer having to compete with the influx of unskilled labor whereby you truly cannot compete. The numbers are enormous. You would have more resources for your hurting communities that are now being poured into the people since you are now more aware, more alert, more cognizant, and you know in the pit of your stomach that this is wrong. Joe Biden and his powers that be can no longer count on your vote, and rightly so. So they have to create votes. And that's what the invasion is for. You have been cast aside once again. He has a new voter block. And the rules don't apply to them. Okay. You had a president before that that would allow two-mile stretches of ISIS fighters to sit in their Hiluxes brandish their banners, best air force in the world, and he would simply look at them, wink, wink, nod, nod. So, the president that was demonized did something about it. Actually, he did something about it with good old Vladimir. They wiped them off the map in Syria. ISIS went away. They're back now. They're back now, by the way. For ethnic Minorities, they had more jobs than ever before. Look at the performance matrices. See if I'm wrong. Send me a comment. Numbers don't lie. Our manufacturing base was coming back. And less jobs were going out to other places. The energy sector was starting to churn. But under the guise of self-interest, utopian ideals that do not support life, and really getting into the pocketbooks of those democratic powers that really conspire to keep you down instead of lifting you up, he was breaking that apart. 
But that couldn't stand. It simply couldn't stand. So, we had to create a narrative. But what I'm telling you is, is that the man is coming. And now Vivek, another man of color, has bowed out of the race, despite spending millions and millions of his own money in over 300-plus campaign appearances in the state of Iowa, he could not upset that momentum. And he'll either become our vice president or he will have a very strenuous position within the new cabinet to be and or in an advisorial, poor word, I know, but in an advisory role, I'd put him on the world stage. He's that good. He can handle India and Pakistan like no one's business in the world goes in and out of there during these current times. So, have you looked and decided that law and order and representation of us all is more important than some of these ideals? Think the prodigal son. He wanted it all, yet he had done nothing to receive it. So he went to his father and said, I deserve this. I want this. I have not done anything for this, but this is mine, and it's coming to me. And although you were not deceased, give it all to me now. And he went out into the world, and he lived just like Gavin Newsom would. And all of his Democrats in California do and will until he found out that he was decrepit. He was out of resources. He had lived wild. He had only been governed by his own self-indulgence and what he found himself to be, just like the people he was cavorting with, was just another dead soul. The people around him dead, he himself dead. And so you know what? He decided to come back to truth. He decided to come back to stability. He decided to come back to order. And you guys are smart enough to realize this. And sometimes it hurts to admit it. But the time is now. Let's all take our country back. And we have all been prodigals at some point in our lives. I've done it a couple of times. And in my case... I realized I was wrong. I knew I had to repent. And there's some grieving and sorrow involved. But guess what? That's where the healing occurs. That's where your conscience becomes clear. And then you can truly become free. Until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast. I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock.
Until next time, like and subscribe to 